Welcome to the Major Journey Podcast, where we showcase stories from cannabis industry power players. Guests take us on journeys and immerse us in the roller coaster ride, both in and out of the cannabis space that brought them to where they are today. Throughout our conversations, guests share valuable lessons they've learned along the way that listeners can use to empower growth in their personal and professional lives. Today's special guest wants you to know what it means to live a powerful, healthy life. He's a registered nurse in Massachusetts and New York, and in 2017 began his cannabis education studying how to utilize it as a tool to create a happier, less stressed, and pain-free life. He's completed in-depth training to become a cannabis nurse and is currently enrolled in the only master's in cannabis science and therapeutics program in the world at the University of Maryland School of Pharmacy. He's the author of the book titled Absolutely Fucking Amazing, Living a Life You Love, and the host of the Nurse Mark podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, please welcome Mark Worcester. Hey, Mike, what's happening? Thanks for having me here today. Mark, it's a pleasure. Um, when I was first introduced to you through uh, a mutual friend of ours, Ry Russell, you struck me as someone who is a classic example of why a lot of us want to become entrepreneurs and take control of really what we do day in and day out, ultimately so that we can make a positive impact on, on other people's days and really lives. Um, and so where, where did all of that come from? Because you're just a classic example of that. Did, did that oh, come from, from childhood or where did that come from? I, you know, I don't, I, I don't know where it came from, to be honest with you. I kind of fell into it. I, I don't have any examples in my life growing up. My, you know, my grandparents were all uh, blue collar workers. They worked a job until very close to the day they died, right? Had a little bit of retirement. My my dad has been a worker his whole life. So the, the message that I got as a kid was you work for an hourly wage in return for your time. And that was it. So that it didn't come from there. But I had an opportunity uh, to start a company. Actually, a guy I was working for asked me to start my own company so that he would get me off of his books and he could feed me work. Right. So it, it looked like a good idea. And that started my journey. And I and I founded a tech consulting company that I ran for 30 years, really successful, made the Inc. 500 list twice. And, uh, you know, it, I guess I guess the thing is, I've always been really inquisitive and curious about things. So when I got into the sort of the running your business type thing, I just consumed every book that you could get on on leadership and management and entrepreneurship and really just dove into it headlong and I joined groups and I've always been part of like these mastermind industry organizations and uh, and it's been a huge key to my entrepreneurial journey and you know now I've I've been a member of entrepreneurs organization for the last eight years I'm really active on the board and it's the largest global peer network for entrepreneurs and we all you know, pay to be a, a member and it's member led, but it's uh, that has really opened my eyes because I'm exposed to the, to entrepreneurs and leaders from around the world. And it's really just, it's transformational really is what it is. That's incredible. You mentioned books played a pretty big role uh, in mm. your journey. Did you have maybe one or two or even a handful of favorite books that you kind of always go back to? Or if somebody 
says to you, you know, Mark, I'm about to embark on a similar journey that you went on. What book would you recommend for me to read to fine tune my my skills or my mindset? Do you have any favorites? Yeah, there's so many classics. I mean, there's so much good material out there. But I'll tell you, the first one and the one I just keep going back to was Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Like he was like one of the first people early on. I think that book was published in the 1930s, right? So this is an this is an older book, but it's the gems that are in there are really timeless, you know. And the premise is what you think is what you get. It was like really one of the first books that actually said, you know, manifest what you want. So if you think you'll get one of the things, the key takeaways that I got out of that book was the the idea of a mastermind group, right? You surround yourself with people who you perceive to be smarter than you, right? There's that saying, if you're if you're the smartest one in the room, you're in the wrong room. <laughs> like yeah. so that has always been something that is that has stuck with me and that I've utilized and I utilize today. Like I surround myself in in uh, the areas that I work in with people who are experts who are at the top of their game. And, and I learn from them every single interaction that we have. So that's one. The, the other one, I think, uh, I really, really enjoyed um, uh, Stephen Covey's work. So the ha- Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. That, that really, that whole idea about the big rock and the little rock and the sand, it's, a, it's an analogy on time and where you spend your time at the at the particular moment that I was in my journey as an entrepreneur in the business, that book fit perfectly. Like it gave me a good solid direction on how to schedule my time because I had so many priorities, you know, and there's only, you know, finite amount of time that you have to, to deal with these things. Uh, yeah. So it was good. Yeah. So Mark, how did you go from tech consulting to now nurse mark in the <laughs> cannabis space there must have been some kind of some kind of turn or pivot oh, that you Mike. took that brought you like like you know i wrote a book about it absolutely fucking amazing right my life is absolutely fucking amazing the stuff that happens to me is just fantastic out of this world i uh in 2012 actually in 2010 i was working in this business it's going good. You know, I know the business inside and out, but I'm just not feeling like I'm fulfilled. And so I honestly, I was dating a nurse and I really liked what she was talking about on her job, being in healthcare, helping people, seeing people. And I, and I was drawn to it. So I had, uh, at that particular moment, I had started, um, attending landmark, um, landmark education events, so trainings, um, they have specific things like the first one they call is the forum, the landmark forum. And it's about really understanding what it, what it means to be human and what it means to step outside of that and really be powerful and create a life that you want. And so I decided, well, I'm going to get into healthcare. So I ran the numbers, dude. I did this such seriously. I ran the numbers because I love surgery. I love the idea of cutting people open. And I, I've been in the OR, so I love it, right? I, I did the numbers and I couldn't really justify the amount of money I would spend in the time to become a surgeon for the small amount of time that I would have to practice, right? So I'm like, okay, well, what can I do? Well, I really like nursing. Let's go there. 
So I attended nursing school nights and weekends while I ran the other company. And uh, which, by the way, I got to say, is an unnerving thing for the employees of the company, because if they see you going to school for something completely unrelated, no matter how much you tell them, listen, I'm just doing this because I'm curious. Um, they don't really think that. And I actually had employees leave uh, during that time, that four year time span. Uh, but they came back when they saw I really wasn't going anywhere. Anyway, I finished nursing school in 2014 with an associates. I practiced nights for a while. And then I refocused myself on my business. At the end of 2017, I sold my shares in the company to my partner and I exited the business with the intent on getting into nursing and healthcare, but really with the mindset of, I want to affect millions of people positively. Like that was my goal. I wasn't happy in the last business because it was, you know, you know, two, $3 million in revenue, small, good business lifestyle. My brother loves the business. He was my partner. So it was a lifestyle for him. I always wanted to do big things. Mm -hmm. So here I am at the end of 2017, no, the, my last business that I had for 30 years, I'm a CEO is done. I'm moving on. And I had no idea what I was going to do, but I knew I wanted to affect a lot of people. And that's where my cannabis journey began. Yeah. Right there. And then, so at the end of 2017, it's crazy how life brings you in that area. Do you want to hear the story? Oh yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go, folks. So I'm in cannabis, cannabis because I fell in love. That's it, plain and simple. I fell in love with another member of the Entrepreneurs Organization. She was the Brooklyn, New York chapter president. I was the Boston chapter president. I now have no business to tie me to the Boston area. I had known of her for a few years. And I was like, wow, I should start dating this girl. <laughs> and I did right at the end of 2017. And moved in with her in Brooklyn, New York. So I'm coming from a small town in Massachusetts to the big city. I love New York city, by the way. Oh, and, um, so here we are, we're, we're together. She had started a cannabis CBD business three or four years earlier. And so she'd been in the business early on when it was, you know, 2014, it was very limited. Nobody really knew much about it. And so I didn't have a business. So I dove into hers with her. The more I started to dive into the research end, because I always got to go 100%, the more I was amazed at what is possible for people with this plant. Like as a medicine, this plant is amazing. And so that was it. That was, that was when I got in. Now, here's the funny thing, Mike. I was cannabis agnostic before then. Like I grew up, my father was a state trooper. My mother was raised by Christian scientists, which if you know what that is, they don't believe in medicine and medication. They believe that God's going to heal you. So her parents believed that. And so she didn't really take any medication. And uh, so, you know, during my rebellious teenage years, of course, I used much cannabis, but then I went in the Marine Corps when I was 17 and that was it. That ended my cannabis use until 2018. That was it. And so I didn't care if you used it. I just didn't use it. It was okay. So here I am. I'm in this industry, in this business, in this space, um, 
saying, wow, boy, oh boy, this is, this is something. And, uh, and that, that, and that was it. So I worked with her for 2018 and, uh, unfortunately the relationship didn't work out. That happens. It's okay. It's great. She's marvelous. I'm marvelous. Everybody's happy and it's fantastic. But I started my own thing at the end of 2018. So MJ Biz was the first time I wore the Nurse Mark logo. I knew what I wanted to do with this. Uh, I wanted to, to move the needle and I got active. So, you know, I started the Nurse Mark product line. So I have a seed line product line. I started to attend every major conference that I could. I mean, I've traveled the world to every major cannabis, medical cannabis conference that I could attend. And it's been just mind blowing what I've learned over the course of time. Uh, I joined the American Cannabis Nurses Association, which is the only nurses association in the country that's dedicated to endocannabinoid medicine and, and to, um, to really forward the, the idea of cannabis as a mainstream medicine. And uh, I just got word yesterday that um, the election results are, are finalized and I am the president-elect of that organization. So I'll be the president-elect for the next year and then I'll have a two-year term as president and then one as immediate past president. So I just signed on for a four-year commitment and it's awesome. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. So here I am. I'm in this, I'm in this space and yeah, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And so a lot of folks who get into the cannabis space, they get in Mm -hmm. and they'll say this industry is nothing like anything else that I've ever done before, whether it's tech, real estate, finance, we all have our own experiences in this space, whether it's that first uh-huh. conference we attend, whether it's that first Zoom meeting, and and something will just always, you know, be ingrained in our minds as, wow, this is my first impression of the space. What was that like for you, especially as somebody who was, you know, on the on the neutral sidelines of cannabis mm-hmm. as you started yeah. to enter the space? What was that like for you? Oh man. So, you know from a, from a business culture standpoint, you Mm -hmm. have people who have been in working with cannabis, you know, in the, in the gray black market for 20 years, you know, so they could, it's the stoner crowd, right? You got that uh, whole group. And then you have this whole new group of entrepreneurs who are like, Oh, where's the money? Show me the money. And so there's those two groups. And then you also have, you know, sort of the, the medical side, the health side, who mm-hmm. that's a whole other contingency It's like, how can we make this a medicine and just get it in people's hands in the most efficient manner safely. And so you have all of these competing sort of areas of focus and it's really cool because everybody is really all about the plant. Right. But from a different perspective. Um, but, but as a business, it's been the craziest business I've ever been in, <laughs> you know, with the legal challenges that you have, um, which, you know, every day they get better, like, you know, banking and credit card processing shit that I just took for granted in my last business. I get into this business and I say, oh yeah, I'd like a merchant services account. 
oh yeah, no, we won't do that. I'm like, what? What do you mean you won't do it? It's like, so anyway, you know, if you're in the cannabis business, you know what I'm talking about. There's these crazy roadblocks um, that, you know, some are still in place because of the legal status and, and the confusion. But, uh, you know, with chaos and confusion uh, also comes opportunity. So, yeah, so we're here. And, and, you know, my feeling is I equate it to this, Mike. Back in the day when I was running the tech company, DSL came out. It was like a super cheap way to get internet. My, when, when internet first came out, it was like 2,500 bucks a month for a tiny little piece of bandwidth, right? And that's what you had to pay. Businesses had to pay that. So when DSL came out, it was a couple of hundred bucks and everybody's like, I want it. And there were thousands of companies selling it. It was like CBD in the gas station today, right? Thousands of companies selling DSL. Everybody who could possibly sell it was selling it. Two years later, there were four players left. Like everybody just went by the wayside. They ran out of money. They didn't get, you know, they were basing their, their business plan on getting X amount of subscribers, it's the same thing with CBD and, and cannabis. It's, you know, people have these metrics. If they are not going to hit them another year, they're not going to be here. So it's sort of the last man or woman standing mentality, like just churn along and stay in the game. That's really interesting. Yeah, <laughs> right. So with all of that said, mm-hmm. what's one thing that you think you've learned personally from working in the cannabis space that would not be possible to learn from working in any other industry, given everything you've just said, the, the regulations, the fact that simple things mm-hmm. like merchant services, you have to jump through hoops to get those things, you know, figured mm-hmm. out. And I'm going to tell you, it's a funny thing too. You know, as I mentioned, my dad was a state trooper. So I always grew up with law and order. You know, I was in the Marine Corps. It's all right, about right. discipline, follow the rules, law and order. What I learned in the cannabis business is rules really don't matter. You can move <laughs> the needle and stay in the game in a pseudo legal position, just, you know, moving it along until it becomes a mainstream thing. And, and it's okay to do that. And I wouldn't have had that opportunity in any other industry. Do you also see that this is a really interesting environment for just naturally born entrepreneurs to thrive in because of that mentality where, you know, yeah. rules are meant to be broken. Let's just figure out how to do it. Commit first, figure it out second. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's custom made for entrepreneurship because it's, it's just wide open, right? It, our, we had this conversation early on, you know, in a lot of different circles, you know, are, is it going to be the, the cannabis companies, whether it's a THC or a CBD company, uh, are they going to be the ones to make the lion's share of the money or is it going to be all of the adjunct ancillary products and services that are going to make the money? We equate it to like, you know, they, they equate this to the gold rush. Right. Right. And so it's the green rush that you've heard it. And so who made the money in the gold rush? It wasn't the gold miners. It was Levi Strauss and it was the shovel manufacturers, you know, the aim shovel company, they made the money. So is that the way it's going to be here for us? Eh, I don't know. There's a lot of people making money on the cannabis side of things, but there's a lot of risk involved too. You know, if you're in the hemp grow business, it's still just, 
it, it's a crazy environment for you to try to make money. And even in the legal cannabis, I'll give you an example. I have a friend in Oregon who, um, you know, has been uh, a legal uh, marijuana grower, cannabis grower uh, mm-hmm. for a number of years. And in the beginning, he was selling, uh, uh, let's say, a pound of product for a flower for $2,500. And so what happened was the way that the system was is that they brought on too many providers, too many growers, too many cultivators. They flooded the market with product, and now he sells a pound of product for $400. So his business model no longer works at that particular number. And, and he commented, and they have six years of supply in the pipeline. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah. How do, you, how, do you, how do you make a business out of that? Anyway, there's just always something that you're going to be challenged with. And it is custom made for an entrepreneur because you got to pivot like that. I mean, thank God I was in the tech space, right? If you think about it, when I got in the tech space, and I'm dating myself here, and I have no problem doing it. When I got in the tech space, there were no cell phones. There were no PCs. You had hardwired telephones. Within two years, we had cell phones and Microsoft and the PC and all of that. So I've had to pivot in a company every two years anyway. So thank God I got in the tech space and got my teeth cut on that. Every two years, I had to reinvent the company because of new technology, had to train the people again, had to train the salespeople, had to train the clients, you know, so it was it was always pivoting. That comes in handy in the cannabis business because I'm probably on my third pivot now. Yeah. So with so, with so many pivots and, and tweaks going on, um, mm-hmm. if you can share uh, yeah. with the audience today, mm-hmm. what new and exciting things are happening with the Nurse Mark brand? I know right now we're in, you know, it's it's the COVID-19 era where we're kind of yeah. facing a pandemic yeah. and a lot of businesses mm-hmm. have been pivoting, pausing, taking a moment to, yep. to sit back and strategize. Yep. Um, what's what's new with, with the Nurse Mark brand? Oh. And how, how are you just kind of trying to push forward with legalization, mm-hmm. getting closer and closer with the with the election mm-hmm. that just passed? What what's yeah. new, what new and exciting things are happening with the Nurse Mark brand? Yeah, so, you know, I, I started working with, uh, uh, with a girl in, in the Boston area, um, Sherry Tutkis, and she has been the green nurse for many years. And she's been out there uh, in the marketplace giving medical card certifications, consultations to people who want and need them from a nursing perspective, and really coaching folks on how to use cannabis as a medicine. She and I worked together, started to do some media stuff together. And we realized that, you know, we were just meant to be partners. And so we have forged a partnership and we've launched the greennurse.com. And our goal is right now we have five states that we can do medical card certifications to get people hooked up with medical cannabis cards. Um, Our goal is to be in all 50 states and to have a provider community of nurses and nurse practitioners and MDs and, and folks uh, PAs uh, who can help people utilize cannabis as a medicine. Uh, it's because at this particular moment, it's not going to be done through the traditional healthcare model. It's just it doesn't it doesn't fit there at the at the particular time. Uh, plant medicine is is 
far different than pharmaceutical medicine, which most physicians are trained in. All physicians are trained in pharmaceutical medicine. Um, so it's a different play. So it's tough to take on, right? Um, so we have a little different perspective. So we're providing training. Um, we're providing support, uh, ongoing mentoring for our community providers. And we are giving patients access to you know, trained professional consultation along with products and services that support the endocannabinoid system. So it's not only cannabis, it's breath work, it's meditation, it's exercise, it's nutrition. So it's all of these components that really help somebody live, uh, create, they help them create an absolutely fucking amazing life. I mean, that's really, it's about living your best life ever. So it's for our for our community, they get all of those tools and training. And for the patient community, the client community, they get that as well. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. And yeah, that man. ties in really, really nicely with what seems to be your mission, which is really just wanting to empower people and help them to live a powerful, healthy life. And so when somebody asks you, maybe this is the first time they, they meet you or, or talk to you, they might say, you say, you know, hey, I want to help you live a powerful, healthy life. Mm -hmm. But what, what, what does that mean? What's your definition of that? Because I think a lot of folks have different definitions of what happiness or what success means. Mike, Mike that's it. That you nailed it on the head. It's not up to what I say. It's what you say. So what for you is going to be your most amazing, powerful life? Like you choose. I just will help you use the tools to make that happen in your life. But it's not about what I think is the most amazing, powerful life. Like, like my life, which I think is absolutely the best life ever, second to none. Somebody else might say, oh, I'd hate that. I'd never like, because, you know, my life is very mobile. Like I, I love to travel. I love to be out on the road. I love to be involved and always on. And we were talking about that before we get on the recording, you know, it's that entrepreneur mindset where, you know, right now I'm, I'm in, you know, I have this, the green nurse.com and I'm working on, uh, on another uh, launch of a company with a fantastic group of people in the home ketamine treatment space. And so uh, I'm working on that. So what happens for me now is I wake up at one, two, three o'clock in the morning and my head's spinning and I, and I got a million ideas in, and some people might say, Oh, that's awful. And I say, Oh, but I've been here before. <laughs> I know what to do. This is like, I can't imagine life without having this particular thing uh, happening. Yeah. I, and, and for me, I just say yes to opportunities. Like I'm on the board of the chapter that I belong to an entrepreneur's organization. I'm the president elect of the American Cannabis Nurses Association. I'm a member of the Association of Cannabis Specialists, which is more of a, of a physician uh, focused group. Um, and it's fabulous, amazing folks involved there. Uh, so I just say yes to things. And for me, my life expands to accommodate them. It's, it's amazing. I love that. And so it sounds like you really embrace just taking on opportunity and even living in a little bit of that controlled chaos. Sign me up. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. And so how do you, cause I'm sure even like, even a superhuman like yourself, how do you actually combat sometimes feeling overwhelmed or stressed 
I would assume even oh, when God. you're living like, your absolute best life, it's got to happen yeah. at some point. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Um, you know, I have, I'm, I'm human. We're all human. I think that's probably, that's probably the starting point for me in helping somebody to create a life that they really love is understanding that we're all human and we're all going to have be subject to emotions and ups and downs in, you know, misperceptions and, you know, thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Guess what? That's being human. It's okay. It, but getting to a point where you accept that, where you say, you know what? I love myself the way I am. When you get to that point, that's the stepping off point for creating this amazing life. Till you get there, you're subject to all sorts of other things that have been in play for a long, long time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, what do I do? Well, I meditate. I meditate uh, and I try to do it every single day. Um, for me, it, it's, you know, I created this. I wrote the book and I, and I use the tools that are in it. But I'll be honest, in COVID and with the, I'm, I create, just finished my fifth move of 2020 and wow. I got married in August and like a lot Congratulations. of upheaval. Thanks, man. So there's been a lot of upheaval in my routine. And, you know, we're, we're humans are very much routine based. We're habit, you know, junkies. And so my routine has been broken. Like I'm a CrossFitter. I love CrossFit. Well, I can't go to the CrossFit gym as much as I want. It wasn't open, first of all, for most of the year. And now because I'm in a new location, you know, it's kind of it, it's and it's kicking back up. So, you know, that's not there. So I had to kind of change my routine and do something different with the exercise. Um, but it's the key. It's exercise. It's eating right. It's meditating and, and really being a part of the conversation of we're all human and it's okay. That makes so much sense. And mm -hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure it's tough to stay disciplined with it every day, but like a lot mm -hmm. of entrepreneurs will say, the discipline is what gives you the freedom or the, the ability to just say, you know what? It's okay. I signed up for it. Yeah. And you know what? Yeah. I asked for it. I got what I wanted. Let's mm -hmm. just go. Spot on, man. Spot on. And it, you know, and I tell people all the time, say, you know what, if you miss a day, don't beat yourself up about it because you'll go down that rabbit hole and you won't do it the next day and you won't do it the next day. Just, just step into saying, yeah, it's okay. I missed a day. And now I'm going to just pick it up and do it again tomorrow. It'll be fine. And that's great. It's okay. That's great advice that I think a lot yeah. of us need to hear as like a little mm -hmm. reminder from time to time. Yeah. So Mark, if you could go back in time and give the younger version of yourself, a piece of advice, whether it be personal or professional, what would that one golden nugget be? That, you know, I would say that don't worry about anything. It always works out. All the time that you spend stressing out about stuff and worrying about stuff, you know, you're, you're living into a future that you're creating by that worry. So let it go and just be here in the moment and work on what's in front of you instead of worrying about all of the things that could possibly happen. You know, they're not reality. And when whatever happens, happens, you'll deal with it exactly in the right way at that moment. You heard it from the man himself, mm -hmm. Mark Worcester, Nurse Mark. 
Mark, <laughs> I want to just give you a huge thank you for taking the time to jump on the show today and, and spend some time with us um, and sharing your journey. And if people want to get in touch with you or connect with you or reach out, what's the best place for them to go, whether it be a website or social media? Yeah, you know, you can go to nursemark.co. I'm on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn, any of those, you're going to find me. So it's Nurse Mark W on Instagram, Nurse Mark on Facebook. And, you know, if you go to the website, my contact info is there. Call me, text me, reach out. I'm always willing to talk. I love to be in conversation. I love to meet new people. And I'm so glad that Rye connected us, man. It's it's fabulous. I appreciate the opportunity to hang with you today and have a little conversation. Thank you. The pleasure's mine. And Rye Russell, thank you. Big shout out to you for uh, for making this Thanks, Rye. Rye Russell. Guys, that's it for episode two of A Major Journey Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Infused, a cannabis talk show, is a -a one-of-a-kind look inside the cannabis industry. Meet the amazing people who make cannabis businesses bloom as they join host Nick with Francesca and Mike for creative cannabis conversations. Get an honest look at the business of cannabis, including trends, best and worst practices, products, education, and advocacy. Whether you're kind of curious or running a cannabis, Infused has kind of conversations that count. Infused is available on YouTube and is now streaming as part of the PodConnects network.